At Alina Health, it's our mission to provide exceptional care, prevent illness, restore health, and provide comfort to all people in our community. Here's your host, Melanie Cole, with the WellCast. There's been a lot of discussion lately about whether and when antibiotics should be used. My guest today is Dr. Amanda Everhart. She's a family medicine physician at the Alina Health Farmington Clinic. Welcome to the show, Dr. Everhart. What are antibiotics? Um, hello, Melanie. This is uh, this is Dr. Everhart, as you mentioned. So antibiotics are medications that help to treat bacterial infections. Um, we've all heard of them. They're things like penicillin, amoxicillin, a Z-Pak. That's another common example that we see frequently. What kinds of infections do antibiotics... I know people get confused and, and viruses are different than bacteria. So what kind of infections do they work for? Antibiotics are good for bacterial infections. Um, they don't work against viral infections, which is, as you say, a common misperception. Um, people often think that, oh, I'm sick, I need an antibiotic. Well, an antibiotic is only going to help if, if you've got a, an, an infection with a bacteria, not with a virus. Um, they also don't work against things like um, fungi, fungal infections or yeast infections. Those, those types of um, infections are also not susceptible to antibiotics. Something like a bladder infection or, you know, strep throat, those bacterial infections? Those are. Those are almost always bacterial infections, um, whereas things like the common cold are usually viral infections. Um, bronchitis is usually a viral infection. Sinus infections are often usually viral as well. Um, and I know a lot of people come into the doctor to get uh to get treatment for those, for the common cold, bronchitis, sinus infections. A lot of times people come in um, expecting an antibiotic, but that's not necessarily the correct treatment if their uh, illness is indeed caused by a viral illness. Dr. Everhart, with so many patients, I'm sure coming to you and insisting on antibiotics, even when they don't need them, can we become resistant to the actions of antibiotics and what are the complications from that? Yeah, that's a great question and, and definitely a big concern for us in healthcare today. Um, antibiotic re resistance is very real and a very big deal. Uh, basically what that means is the um, bacteria no longer are susceptible to the antibiotics that they used to be susceptible for. So, um, for example, for a, a, for a very long time, we were able to use certain antibiotics for uh, bladder infections, and the bacteria have kind of wised up. The bacteria that usually cause bladder infections have kind of wised up, and so there's a lot of uh, bacteria that we're not able, to, or a lot of antibiotics we're not able to use for um, bladder infections anymore that we were used to. We were able to use back uh, back in the day before the resistance occurred. Resistance is usually a problem because if we're using antibiotics when they don't need to be used, the bacteria are becoming, they're exposed to these uh, antibiotics. They can kind of learn what the antibiotics tricks are, if you think of it that way, and they can come up with their own defenses against the antibiotics. So it's important to only use the antibiotics when it's appropriate and when it's going to actually be effective for the disease. And as much as we want our antibiotics to work for us, there are times when they can have some negative consequences when we use those antibiotics. Tell us about Definitely. those. Um, some of the, you know, most, just like with any medication, antibiotics are not without side effects. So um, on, on a small scale, they often will cause stomach upset, um, possibly nausea, often cause diarrhea. Um, they can also cause vaginal yeast infections in women. 
On a more severe degree, um, we can also develop uh, infections like something called a C. diff. So C. diff is a infection in the intestine uh, that causes severe, severe diarrhea and dehydration. It's very difficult to treat um, and can be life-threatening, especially to the elderly, to frail individuals with a lot of medical complications, and to the very young. How would someone know if they need or if a family member needs an antibiotic versus just kind of riding out the virus? Yeah, so lots of different criteria. And it totally depends on the type of infection, too. So, um, you know, if you've got bladder symptoms, urgency, um, it burns when you burns when you use the bathroom, quite possibly that's a... Um, a bladder infection, and I'd recommend coming in right away because, like I had mentioned before, those are almost always bacterial and almost always require antibiotics. Uh, strep throat is kind of the same way. So if you feel like you might have strep throat, severe sore throat, fevers, headaches, and really not a whole lot of other symptoms, I'd recommend going into the doctor sooner than later. For the common cold, however, that's usually not a bacterial infection, and I'd recommend giving it a little more time. So if you have, you know, moderate symptoms, moderate cold symptoms, congestion, a little bit of a cough, even if you're coughing stuff up, um, maybe some low-grade fevers, those are generally, and again, this is generally, um, suggestive of a viral infection, and I'd recommend giving it about 10 to 14 days before coming into the doctor to be seen. Um, that said, if you've got severe symptoms, it's you know the worst cold you've ever had, if the symptoms are just intolerable, you're not able to sleep or function, if you've got high fevers, um, then I'd recommend being soon sooner being seen sooner than later. And, you know, in general, uh, if you if you have any questions about it or you're on the fence about, oh, do I need to go in? Do I not need to get in? We are always in the medical profession happy to see you and we're very uh, easily able to kind of sort things out and figure out is, is this something where antibiotics would be appropriate or not based on your medical health, uh, your, your, your history, uh, your current symptoms, your physical exam, uh, and a lot of other criteria. Dr. Everhart, if someone does have to be on antibiotics, do you recommend that they do things like eat yogurt while they're on that to maintain any of that good, healthy bacteria or not so much? Yeah, no, I, I'm a big fan of, you're talking kind of of the probiotics. Um, we find probiotics in yogurt. Uh, we also, you can also get probiotic capsules and pills. Um, I'm a huge fan of probiotics. I think uh, they can be very, very effective, very helpful. Um, as you mentioned, the you know the gut, our, our intestines have good bacteria in them that helps to keep everything working the way it's supposed to. And when we take antibiotics, it not only kills off the bad bacteria, but it also kills off all of that good bacteria as well. And so that's where a lot of these uh, intestinal side effects can come from. I think a yogurt, um, at least one yogurt a day while you're uh, taking antibiotics is, is going to be helpful. I'd also recommend considering taking probiotics if uh, that's appropriate for you, again, with your, your medical history and your medical his, uh, condition. And what should you do if a family member is sick? How do you respond if they do have to be on antibiotics? Does that right away make them not contagious? Um, again, it, it kind of depends. So, for example, um, with strep throat, usually we um, people need to be on antibiotics for 24 hours before they're considered to be non-contagious. Um, with an ear infection, that's that's less likely to, likely to be contagious. And so, um, you know, if I see a child with an ear infection and they're, uh, I put them on antibiotics, they can go back to daycare, for example, even later that day if they're not having a fever and they're feeling well enough to go back. Um, so it really kind of depends on depends on the antibiotic and the condition and uh, lots of other factors. 
we have antibiotics in food and milk. You know, there's a lot these days. Is that contributing to this resistance or are they two separate things? Uh, you know, I think it is contributing. I don't have the data. I haven't read any studies recently about that, but um, my just my own sense of it is that that's certainly not helping. Um, but I, a lot of the antibiotic resistance that we're seeing, I think a much bigger piece to all of that is the overuse of antibiotics for things like the common cold. And, you know, in the medical profession, we we owe it to society to be good stewards of the uh, resources that we have, the antibiotics that we have, and make sure that we're using them appropriately um, and, and not adding to this epidemic. Dr. Everhart, speak about the use of antibiotics specifically. We always, they always say take the whole bottle, make sure you don't stop halfway. People do that all the time, don't they? Right. What yes, they happens do. if you don't take that whole prescribed dose? So a lot of times in, in, in certain situations, we recommend you take the whole prescribed dose because you need, the studies have shown that you need to be on the antibiotic for that long in order to fully treat the infection. Um, so, for example, for strep, we recommend taking, let's say, I put you on a prescription for penicillin. We recommend the full 10 days of antibiotics to make sure that we're fully treating the strep, um, even though you're going to start feeling better after a day or two on the antibiotics. Um, in other cases, we recommend you take the, the full course um, just to make sure that the the bacteria is gone and we're not developing resistance. So if a bacteria gets exposed to an antibiotic, like I said, it kind of picks up some of those tricks that the antibiotic uses to take care of it. Um, and then we don't 100% get rid of all those bacteria, then I, I was kind of thinking about how those bacteria are a little smarter, and if they kind of slip through the cracks, then they're going to be the ones that will contribute more strongly to the antibiotic resistance. In just the last minute or so, Dr. Everhart, tell the listeners your best advice about the use or misuse of antibiotics and why they should come to a line of health for their care. Uh, you, you know, I, I think the best advice I can give people is, um, don't 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 come right in for the if you get the sniff don't come in on the first day give it a little bit of time trust your body to do its job you know our bodies have been taking care of infections for millions of years before we before we came up with any of these antibiotics so um, we we do have the capability to heal ourselves and then I'd encourage people to give their bodies a, a chance to to do that that said if you feel like your symptoms are severe you feel like this is much worse than you normally would experience with a common cold for example or or if you're just worried please feel free to come in see your see your physician and let us take a look and uh, determine what's going to be the best course for you um, a line of health I, I think is a great option for health care I um, we have openings even for same-day appointments every day, which is very important if you're looking at something like a common cold or something that's a little bit more of an acute problem. Yeah. Thank you so much. You're listening to The Wellcast with Alina Health. And for more information, you can go to alinahealth.org. That's alinahealth.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks for listening. <laughs>